Well, I'm an ethnobotanist. That's a scientist who studies how indigenous peoples use rainforest plants, primarily medicinal plants. Much of my work has been focused in the country of Suriname, which used to be known as Dutch Guiana. It's in the northeast shoulder of South America. But my work and travels have taken me from uh, Mexico to Argentina, so I know Central and South America pretty well. People ask me what it's like working in the rainforest. You know, is it hot? Is it buggy? You're working in countries where there may be political corruption. But I'm always quick to point out that I grew up in Louisiana, so this is all second nature to me. I would say one thing that I've learned over the course of my three decades working in the rainforest, working with some of the great healers, some of the great shamans, medicine women and, and medicine men, is that actually uh, indigenous medicine is based on two pillars. Now, Western medicine is based on two pillars as well. The chemicals, what's in the pills, and the technology, x-rays, scalpels, CAT scans. Indigenous medicine is based on two pillars as well. One is the chemicals, what's in the plants, and the other is what we really don't have a very good term for, the placebo, the spiritual, uh, the prayer, the invisible world. And this is why indigenous healers, shamans, medicine men, medicine, medicine women can sometimes, sometimes, sometimes cure things which our own 21st century medicine cannot. The issue of population numbers in indigenous peoples is not a simple one because clearly in many places they've disappeared. About 90 tribes went extinct in Brazil alone during the 20th century. And some tribes are down to a few individuals, some tribes are down to a single individual. However, on the other hand, with the advent of Western medicine to, to combat Western introduced diseases, some populations are greatly expanding. The question is though, is uh, culture based on genetics or is it based on something more, which I like to think there is. Rainforests in a lot of places are gone. They're gone in most of where they originally occurred in Madagascar. They're gone where they originally occurred in eastern Brazil. Uh, they're gone in a lot of the southern Amazon, particularly in Brazil. Where I work in the northern Amazon, they're in real good shape by comparison. So the Amazon's a big place. You know, asking what's happening in the Amazon, saying, so what's happening in the United States and basing it on Manhattan or basing it on Long Beach? It's a lot of, a lot of acreage. However, what is clear is that the cultures are under ever greater threat. Uh, the forest itself is under greater threat. In the advent of the, of the BRIC era, Brazil, Russia, India, China, uh, in a world going wild for resources, everybody wants those trees. I look at the Long Beach Aquarium and I see all those happy faces and I see all those families together and what are they doing? They're here absorbing the environment. Let's face it. When they look, at, look up at that tank and see the, the scuba diver, that's something they're not going to see with their own eyes, whether it's uh, in the Channel Islands here or whether it's, it's the Great Barrier Reef. That's what you guys do, which environmental organizations can never do. But you know what? We can't just protect things in tanks in Long Beach anymore than we can just protect the rainforest where many of these people will never go. And so our job uh, at the Amazon Conservation Team, our job at the Long Beach Aquarium, is to teach people why they should care.